0: to the screen, I want to read from Psalm 78, verses 1 through 8. This is a continuation in my message from last week. Take your territory. Say that with me. Take your territory. So let me read Psalm 78, verses 1 through 8. We have heard with our ears. Notice this. Our God, O God, I should say, we have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days, in the days of old. You drove out the nations with your hand, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples and cast them out, for they did not gain, that is, Israel did not gain possession of the promised land by their own sword, nor did their own arm save them but it was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your countenance because you favored them. Somebody say amen on that. You are my king, O oh God. Command victories for Jacob. And I want you to put your name in there, especially the men. I want you to put your name in there. Command victories for Jacob, I want you to look to your neighbor and say, say, I command victories and say that to your neighbor. Go ahead, go ahead, say it. Command victories for my wife, Kimberly. Command victories for my dad, Homer. Command victories for sister, Tara. Command victories, God. Somebody say amen. Through you, listen to this, we will push down our enemies. Through your name, we will trample those who rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, nor my abilities, I should say my education, my money, nor shall my sword save me, my strategies and my own strength. But you have saved us from our enemies and have put to shame those who hated us. In God, we boast all day long. Everybody say that with me. In God, we boast all day long and praise your name forever. Selah. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, we ask for just revelation as we speak In these final few minutes, Lord, of this great, great Father's Day, what an awesome God you are. And we say again to you, Happy Father's Day. We're so glad that you have made us your children. We honor you, Heavenly Father. In your mighty name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Take your territory. So what is your territory? We explained it last week, and I want to speak to the fathers. The fathers are to lead the way in taking the territory. And that is the area in which you, man of God, have certain biblical rights and responsibilities in regard to God's kingdom and the advancement of God's kingdom, His word, His promises, and the advancement and implementation of His word in your life, His purpose for you, for your family, and for your friends, and for the Lord's church. These Our commands of God, take your territory. This is what he said to Joshua before he went into the promised land. Take the territory that I have given to the people of God. God has already given you promises. He has already given you promises and advancement. All you have to do is take it. And many times it's the men of God who God is calling to lead the way. Fathers, have a personal responsibility, a personal calling from God. And God is calling you to take territory and make a way for you and for your family in the things of God, in the promises of God. See, the promises of God are the promised land. That is the promise of God. The things that God has promised to you, it may not be a physical territory like it was for Israel, but there are promises that God has given you. He has given to you to take. And we could go through a number of things. But you know what the promises are all about. The Bible says the promises of God are yes and amen to the glory of God the Father. And so the Lord is calling you to take territory and he is making a way, he's opening the door already for your family to live in peace and to prosper and to be blessed of him. This is the heart of the Father for you. You never have to doubt his love for you, his his intent for you, what he has for you. Yes, there are enemies in the promised land. Yes, there are enemies that oppose the word of God. But you, as it says here in Psalm 78, you shall push down your enemies. Somebody say amen. Take your territory. You're called to speak. How God delivered you from sin. You're called to share it with others. Be the dads. And we're gonna, I'm going to share this in a moment. It says, our fathers have told us. You're called to speak about how God delivered you from sin. You're called to share it with others. How, how God crushed the enemy under your feet. How he spoiled hell And now you are a citizen of heaven. Somebody say amen. How God gave you eternal life. Men of God. How you are in Christ. And Christ gives you victory. You're called to speak to those things and to share them. You're called To speak about how God is defeating the enemy. Called to stand guard over your family. You have authority over all the powers of the enemy. How God has called you into his church. Into his house. To be a part of his people. To be a part of his family. How he's called you to plant Uh, businesses and to do things in your business to to overcome and to advance the kingdom of God wherever you are you're called by God and you are placed in your family and in the church to share how God is answering your prayers and honoring your faith you are not aliens from God's kingdom and God's family you are now adopted and a part of the family of God The Bible says the very last verse of the Old Testament. Read it. Malachi 6, verse 6. This is what it says. And I will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children's hearts to the fathers. This is what he's doing right now. It's a miracle. He's doing it right now. And it also goes on to say, lest I smite the earth with a curse. In other words, wherever fatherlessness appears, there is is an orphan spirit that manifests. And then things in... People's lives manifest in such a terrible way. There's a statistic, and I don't know altogether what the percentage is, but those men that are in prison right now mainly are men who have experienced fatherlessness. And God says that there is a judgment that comes with fatherlessness. Fatherlessness. But for those of you who will be fathers and lead the way and be strong, be the ones that combat the enemy and protect your family. Protect your family. Somebody say amen. God will bless you. The favor of God will be upon you. When you speak about defeating your enemy... Every day, speak about God. The Bible says we will boast all day long. Somebody say amen. We're going we're to praise God all day long. Men of God, somebody say amen on that one. I know, I'm getting some feedback here. Hallelujah. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6, it says this, Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Lean upon him, men of God. Lean upon him. You may be strong. You are strong, young men. You are strong, dads. You have come through a lot, but lean upon the Lord. Lean upon him and don't make any apologies for it. That I'm humbling myself before the Lord. Why? Because he cares for you. And listen, he says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about Like a roaring lion. He's everywhere. I mean, he's always doing something. Seeking whom he may devour. But listen, men of God, resist him. I said resist him. Whenever you see him rear his ugly head or roar around you in any way, you have authority to silence him. Take your territory. Take your territory. Don't let the enemy harass you or your family or take things that God has blessed you with. Somebody say amen. Amen. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood, your brethren in the world. You are not alone, dad. Other dads who are serving God, who love God, who love their family, who are standing for their family. And you may, listen, you may have messed up as a dad. How many understand? There's not a perfect dad except for our heavenly father. He's the perfect one. There's not a perfect, one. There's not one perfect death, but I'm going to tell you this. God makes room for apology. God makes room for healing and wholeness and restoration death. You don't ever have to be ashamed when you serve the Lord. Fathers, you have great authority and power with God over the devil and over everything that the enemy tries to throw at you. Cast him out. That's what it says. Resist him The Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against wicked spirits in high places. The word wrestle there, I talked about it last week. It doesn't mean that we're flip-flopping around in this world trying to get the advantage and pin the devil. He's already defeated. It means cast him off, throw him off. That's what wrestle means. I'm not walking around wrestling with the devil. He's under my feet. He's under your feet. You have authority over him. You throw him out. And you cast him out. People say, well, uh, we don't cast out devils like we used to. Yes, you will. When you see him, you will cast him out. He's trying to steal and kill and destroy the same way he always has. So fathers, listen. To the fathers of this house, this is the message. I have three points. Listen. Be the fathers who tell stories about God's mighty deeds. Somebody say amen. Be the fathers who tell the stories about what God has done. In your life and in the word of God and in other people's lives, always boasting and telling people about your heavenly father. The Bible says in Psalm 78, I just read it, our fathers have told us. That's what makes a strong generation to come. Our fathers have told us the deeds you did in their days in the days of old. Hallelujah. I have told my story so many times. People probably get sick of hearing it, but I never get sick of telling it because it was my story. It's your story. The Bible says they overcame the devil. How? By the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. How many know that your testimony is a powerful tool against the enemy and what he tries to do in other people's lives? How many times have people called you and needed encouragement and you drew from the well of your own experience and you spoke about the things that God did of old in your life? Somebody say amen. Do not forget. Always remember what God has done and speak about it. You have power. Your testimony is a powerful thing. How he saved you. How he healed you. How he answered your prayer. How God demonstrated his His power, how he demonstrated his power for you in the situation that you are in. You've seen God intervene. Speak about it. Don't be silent. Don't just say, well, nobody wants to hear about it. They want to hear about it. I said this next generation, your children need to hear about it. They need to hear about how God answered your prayers. That's why it's always important to be specific when you pray. Because then you can know, oh. That was God, and it wasn't a coincidence. Oh, the devil loves, oh, that was just a coincidence. God's not really too interested in you. He is so interested in you. Our fathers have told us the deeds you did, oh God. Have you ever looked up and said, Lord, I need more mighty deeds? Hallelujah. I need more mighty acts from you. Anybody? Come on. You've seen him work here at Life Church. You've seen, I've seen miracles. I've seen so many miracles. I love to share testimonies about all that God is doing. But especially men, listen, fathers, listen, your children, your wife need to hear about God's mighty deeds. It it can happen in business. It can be in business. It can be in any marketplace. It can be in any area where you you are spending the concentration of your time. How many know God? Is, there's no exceptions to God. He just wants to work in every area of your life. Somebody say amen. amen. Your children love to hear you declare God's mighty deeds. It will encourage them to serve the Lord. The reason why we have such a... A decline in church attendance is because people, they are not talking about all that God is doing. They just go to church and chalk it off and just mark it off as a deed well done. That's not all, beloved. It's a personal walk with God and signs and wonders follow. Everybody say to the fathers, be the fathers who tell the stories about God's mighty deeds. Number two. This is the message to the fathers of the house. Be the fathers who look to God for more victories. I believe that there is an encourager in every father. There is an encourager in every man. In every man, there is an encourager. There is a winner. There is a victor. In every single one of us, we are created in the image of God, and God wants us to be encouragers by faith. Many times, you don't even see it. You don't even see the victory. You don't know how the answer is going to come, but you believe God for the answer, and you speak to those things that be not as though they were because you know the promises of god and god is bringing to pass his promises listen to what it says you are my king oh god command victories for jacob command victories for me lord everybody say that command victories for me The word victories there means triumphs, wins, successes, conquests. Somebody say amen. What is the mountain in your life? What is the mountain that you're facing? What are the problems that God can't remove? It says, you are my king, O God. Command victories for Jacob. Through you, we will push down our enemies. Through your name, we will trample those who rise up against us. What situations? are you facing that you need breakthrough in nothing is too difficult for god nothing is too hard for god nothing is impossible to the one who believes god take your territory say it with me take your territory what situations does god need to command victories how many understand his word is a command that you implement? From your mouth come the victories, from your heart come victories. Somebody say, Amen. See, every trial and every test turns into triumphs. Every single one. You may get knocked down a hundred times, but you're getting up a hundred and one. Somebody say, Amen. <laughs> Number three to the fathers of this house. Listen, take your territory. And this is my final point. I told you I'd get you out of here by noon. Hallelujah. Miracles. We have miracle signs and wonders in the house right now. It's happening. Be the fathers. Let me read the scripture first. For I will not trust in my bow. I will not trust in my sword to save me, but you have saved us from our enemies. Be the fathers who live by faith, who live by faith in God and conviction in his word. For I will not trust, I will not put my faith, I will not put my hope, I will not put my confidence in my bow, in my own strength, in my own abilities. I may have all the ability in the world. I may have great knowledge of different subjects. I may be the top I may be one of the top people in my field of expertise, but I will not trust in those things. They may be real, and thank God they are for many of you, but I'm going to tell you, you will not trust in those things. You will lift your eyes higher. You will trust in the living God. You will bless Him in everything. My faith is in you, God. You have saved me from my enemies. You have put my enemy to shame. I mean, know the devil's intent for you and the devil's intent for the children of Israel, the devil's intent for every human being, saved or unsaved, is to steal, kill and destroy. He is always raging, he is always lying, he is always deceiving, he is always hurting. He is always, if it were not for the good hand of God upon every single human being in this world, I'm telling you, the devil would wipe out the human race, but he can't. Somebody say amen, because God has blessed the human race, and God has blessed you to know his Son. Praise God. In God we boast all day long. And we will praise your name forever. Amen. Amen. Your children, your children, your grandchildren need to hear the stories of God in your life. Say, Pastor Randy, I just don't have very many. I'm brand new in the Lord. Oh, they're coming your way. Hallelujah. Tell the stories. Of what God has done. Think about it. Think about it. Even, listen, I I don't even remember. I, of course, I don't remember this. When I was born, I almost died. I was almost dead when when I was born. I shouldn't have even bo- been born. I was born a breech baby. Anybody know what that breech baby is? You, I'm going to say, I don't, I don't want to say something there, but I'm just going to. I was a breech baby. I came out bottom first. Hello world. But the thing is, the thing. The thing thing is. And my mom almost died too. Pastor Randy was not almost he wasn't even born alive. But God. Somebody say, but God. But God. Every single one of you, every single one of you came through it all. You came through it all. You were born into this world and now you're born again. You are born into the kingdom of God. And it is not without adversity. It is not without problem. But you are victorious in Christ. You are taking your territory. Every promise in the book is yours. Every chapter, every verse, every line. It's yours children of God, listen, encourage others and be the dads that praise the Lord continually. Be the ones who worship him by faith and stand in his presence. I mean, you don't have to be walking around with your hands up all the time. You can stand and you can worship God. Worship him and know who he is. Know that he is with you. I'm going to ask Tara and the worship team to come Praise God. Two minutes. Hallelujah. Aren't you happy? Pastor Randy's being very conscientious. He's being very conscientious on Father's Day. Hallelujah. I want the lights to go down. I love our dads. I love the men of God. I love those who stand for Jesus and who say, you know what? This world is not going to get me down. I'm going to live for him, and I'm going to honor him. And if you feel discouraged, if you feel discouraged in any way, men, dads, listen to me. I know how the enemy can beat you down, how the, how the responsibility of just being who you are can just really wear on you. It can wear on you. I'm writing and finishing up on a book about the joy of the Lord. I want you to read it. I want you to get it. I want you to study it. I want you to live it above everything else. Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. It is your strength. And you may face everything that hell can throw at you. Temptations temptations everywhere but you have overcome the world and you know what that means you have overcome the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life did you know that's it if you conquer those things you're victorious and if you keep your love for jesus men of god the devil He will not be able to stand before you all the days of your life. All the days of your life, in every way, you will be victorious. The Lord will prosper you. And this message goes for the women, too. Somebody say amen. Victorious. I want you to stand with me. I'm going to ask our team to come and just... Pull out the prayer stations. The devil is a liar. Always has been. And whatever he's telling you that's contrary to the word of God is a lie. You have the mind of Christ. You have the heart of God through the Holy Spirit. You are a child of the living God. And your faith is the victory that overcomes the world. Your faith. Your faith is the victory. My faith in God is the victory. Yes, your faith in God is the victory. And as long as you walk by faith, you have the victory. As long as you stand, say, God, I trust you. I trust you in every situation. If I'm struggling in an area of my life, maybe a relationship, maybe there's some things going on, how me understand, listen. You walk by faith in that relationship. You turn that thing around. Be determined. Be the one who brings inspiration to others. Be the leader. Be strong. Be faithful. Walk by faith, not by sight. God, your Father is with you. I want everybody to make this declaration with me. I want you to make it loudly and strongly as something that you are determined to live by. Heavenly Father thank you for saving me and calling me out of the world and into your family and unto you thank you that I am fully equipped and able to take territory for my family For myself, for the church, and for the advancement of the gospel in the world. In you, I will do mighty exploits. For you are my king. And you will command victories for me, for my family, and for my church. I will see my loved ones saved. I will see them healed, delivered, and serving you. I will walk by faith and live in victory by obeying your word and being led by your spirit. I will take my territory and bring forth much fruit to you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Come on, give the Lord praise right now. Hallelujah.